0: Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome, all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, it's okay. You're addicted to Dynasty, and I am too. My name is Justin Christopher, and I am a Dynasty Freak. I love the NFL. I watch every game every week. I love drafting, trading, scouting, and managing all of my teams 365 days a year. So do you. So let's talk some dynasty. Today we're actually going to talk about trades. You guys know that that's one of the best parts of dynasty leagues by far. It's just trading players, trading draft picks. It makes it so much fun. Hopefully, in leagues where there's lots of active players that are that are active in trading. I know this is kind of a bummer this time of year when you have some of your less active owners. Where I know several of my buddies that are more active, we're all making trades to everyone and. People just aren't responding. That's a drag, but hopefully you have a few diehard leagues where people are staying around all year long and even making trades at this time of year. And one of the things that's actually helpful to do as a dynasty owner is to, at the end of the year, go back and look at all the trades that you made. Maybe you'll learn something about yourself. you learn something that you did right or did wrong. Maybe learn some things that, uh, you know, tendencies that you tend to have that are good or bad. And so one of the things I like to do is just pull up all the trades that I made in my uh, leagues, and actually look at them, assess how I was. And so I think I got about 14 or 15 trades that I made this year. And so for this podcast and the the article that we posted to DynastyFreaks.com, I just kind of give an assessment of those trades, what I was thinking at the time, whether I consider them a winning trade or a losing trade, or I have a whole set that I call a to-be-determined. You know, sometimes it's just too hard to tell. Of course, everything can change because uh, players' values go up and down. But this is at least an honest look about where I think I won and lost in my trades. In this last year, so let's get started. I'll start with the good notes. We'll start with the good ones here. Here's some of what I would call winning trades. So this last year, I traded uh, Nick Chubb, or, or for I gained uh, Nick Chubb and Carlos Hyde and OJ Howard by trading away uh, Deont- Devante Freeman and Trey Burton. So I traded away Freeman and Burton, but I got Chubb, Hyde, and Howard. This was by far my favorite trade of the season. Uh, Chubb was actually my number one guy that I tried to trade for all year, and I was only able to pick him up in one league. I did draft him in a a, a startup draft in one of my leagues too, so at least I I own him in two leagues. Been going after him aggressively, and I was thrilled to get him. Uh, This was early in the season, so this was real early when if uh, you remember everyone was really high on Burton, so the other guy was really coming after Burton after one of those preseason games where Burton had so many catches and looked like he'd be a huge part of that offense. Uh, a few weeks into the season, Freeman was still healthy and running pretty well, um, and it was also the time when Hyde was actually out-touching Chubb like 10-1, to 1. so it was before the trade of, of Hyde, but Chubb was just kind of on the bench, and I think that the owner was actually pretty, maybe getting a little bit impatient with his draft pick of Chubb because it seemed clearly that Hyde was going to get the bulk of the carries and the, and the pass catches there in Cleveland for some time. Um, so I feel like uh, Freeman, I've, I've mentioned this many times before, but I feel like Freeman was past his prime and is actually was trying to trade him um, even before this deal came through. I feel like this was a classic sell high and buy low. Um, I got those guys and immediately, not immediately, but a few weeks later, Hyde was, of course, shipped to Jacksonville. And Chubb won the job and just finished uh, in such an awesome way and uh, O.J. Howard started to play well as well and then Freeman gets hurt on the other guy's end poor guy Freeman gets hurt and Burton wasn't nearly a part of the offense as everyone suspected and so I consider this to be my favorite trade it was definitely at a uh, sell high and a buy low kind of um, trade for me and was perfectly timed second trade that I consider a winning trade for me was I picked up Michael Thomas and Jamal Williams for Kalen Bellage and Brandon Cooks seems like a landslide uh, on that one doesn't it uh, this trade was actually made during the ro- rookie draft when one owner really, really wanted to trade up for Belage. It was my pick, and I was sitting on it. He was really went, w- wanting Belage, and we went back and forth. I think for like a day. We do kind of a slow rookie draft in that league. Back and forth for a day. Uh, Cooks had just been traded to the Rams, so maybe he was a little bit high on Cooks, you know, coming to be part of that offense. And uh, Thomas also, if you remember two years ago, he, he had a great year overall, but he just didn't score a lot of touchdowns. So maybe the owner was a little bit lower on Michael Thomas, but either way, I love that I picked up Thomas and uh, he's become a top five dynasty wide receiver for sure. And I consider him definitely the prize of this trade. I like that I got Jamal Williams too. Um, I do think he's probably going to be the backup to Aaron Jones, but I believe that Aaron Jones is really injury prone and Jamal's still going to have a role there. So I love Michael Thomas and Jamal Williams over Balazs and Brandon Cooks. Next trade, and this one you might actually think that I I lost this trade, but I consider this a big win. Let me explain. I traded for DeAndre Hopkins, and I gave away Devante Freeman and Odell Beckham Jr. So Freeman and OBJ for Hopkins. So this is a blockbuster trade for sure. I suspect that some of you, you will consider this a losing trade for me, but I actually couldn't be more happy with it. I already said that I was really down on Freeman. I feel like he's past his prime, and I've been looking to move him, so I considered him a throw-in in the deal. It's also a league where I had uh, Connor and McCaffrey and a couple other uh, solid running backs, and so Freeman was you know, going to be a flex player for me anyway at that point. Um, and I already said that this is the thing I had some concerns about OBJ that was really starting to get to my mind. Uh, three concerns, I'll say. Um, he's definitely a top-five wide receiver, but the, the concerns were this One, he had a really bad quarterback particularly at the start of the year. If you remember, he and Eli were just not connecting at the start of the year, and Eli looked like he was completely washed up. So that was a red flag for me. Uh, He's always got the red flag that he's injury prone. He has been uh, injured a lot throughout his career, and of course it proved itself true. After I traded him you know, weeks later, he ended up uh, missing a significant time. And then my third problem with him is just his attitude problem. Honestly, I remember making this trade. This may sound uh, goofy to you, But there was a play at the end of the half where the Giants were trying to score. And uh, I think Eli probably overthrew Odell or something like that. Just didn't connect with him. And there's still like four or five seconds left. But but Odell just runs into the tunnel and just calls it halftime. Like, he just runs into the locker room. Like, I'm not going to participate on this last play. (laughs) I just thought, man, I immediately put him on the trading block. Like, I am sick of this guy. And I'm not just going to give him away. But I didn't give them away. I got what I consider to be the best receiver by far. Um, I have Hopkins as my number one ranked rookie, or my number one ranked wide receiver, and my number five ranked player overall, with a couple running backs in front of him overall. That's it. So I feel like in this one again, I got the best player out of the trade, even though I gave up um, a fair bit to get it. Pretty even trade, but but I love I love what I did there, and very confident in it. Next trade that I think I won, um, I traded for Marlon Mack Jarvis Landry and I gave away Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, OJ Howard and 3.8. What ended up being 3.8. So I gave up my third rounder and I finished in the uh, in the semifinals that year that that league and lost. So 3.8 it wasn't a 10 team league. This is another attempt to buy low and sell high for me. I feel like I actually timed this one pretty well too because when I made the trade, uh, Boyd of course was super hot Marlon Mack and Landry were not. And right after that, Mac kind of went on his tear at the end of the season. And I actually believe that he, in that tear, by playing so well, he won the lead back role there in Indianapolis. And um, Landry, on the other hand, he never really broke out. He wasn't what I hoped. But he's just a guy that I really just trust his talent. I feel like Cleveland's offense is ascending for sure. And so those factors made me um, be willing to buy what I consider buying low on Landry. And he maybe hasn't shown it yet, but bought low on Mac, and he definitely did show it. Um, I really did like Tyler Boyd. I have him in several leagues and was excited to have him. Um, But I honestly, if I was to take a look at it, I felt like this is probably going to be Boyd's best year that he ever has. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I don't think that he's going to play score more points, fantasy points, than he did this year. Um, And I was willing to trade OJ Howard because in that league I had Zach Ertz, and he was my starting tight end. Um, You know, every single week he's going to be in there for me. I kind of wish I wouldn't have given up the the 3.8. You know, given up a third round pick. In that, but I did know when I at the time when I did it, I was I was mindful that this is a league that makes lots of trades during the rookie draft, and so I felt like if I give up a third round in this league, knowing the guys in this league, if I really want to move up in the third round to get a player, I think that I could, and so um, I was more willing to do it in that league compared to others because there's so much trading. Fifth one that i consider a win, this one's a little bit on the border, but this is a win for me. And my last win is uh, traded for Anthony Miller and uh, gave away Josh Rosen and a second round pick. And we won this league, so it ended up being pick number 212. Um, so this is a little bit different uh, type of trade. This is uh, the Reality Sports Online League that I co-managed with my buddy Dave. So it's a salary cap league. And we have a lot of young stud running backs um, uh, under really good uh, contracts too for how much we're paying them. And we have a few top receivers, but they're actually older. I think we got Devontae Adams and T.Y. Hilton are kind of our two two starters there, getting near the end of their contracts. And so we made a point that in the draft we really wanted to get younger at receiver and get some of them under the rookie contracts, which will give us a lot more money in free agency uh, to pick up some of the free agents during the auction draft that we have for that league. So, we felt real high on Miller. Honestly, he was one of the guys that we both assessed higher than than the consensus uh, experts during the rookie draft period, and so we were, made a pretty aggressive move for him, uh, giving away uh, Rosen and, and this year's second round. You know, and that, at that time it was next year's second round pick. So we gave up what is, amounts to this year's two point twelve, and Rosen to get Miller. Uh, Miller played well enough this year. I think to consider this a trade, a, a win for me. I feel I feel like it really is. Um, and given the fact that we won the championships, so our second year, our second round pick is two twelve. Uh, that's also good news for us. I'm real hopeful in Miller and in Nagy's offense, and we've got him under a rookie contract for three more years now. And so I'm I'm pretty excited about that trade. All right, here we got to go to the brutal honesty. What are what are some losing trades? <laughs> Here's one that I consider my worst trade by far. Um, I traded 1.9, or I traded away George Kittle, and I got a first-round pick from this team, but he ended up making the championship, so it ended up being 1.9 in a 10-team league. So I would rather have Kittle than the 1.9 in this year's draft, that's for sure. Here was what was going on at the time. The team that I traded with was the was the worst team two years ago. In fact, it was such a bad team that it became an orphan team, and then we had a really good owner, my buddy Dave Muggy came in and, and uh, took over this team as an o- orphan, and so when at the time when I traded uh, Kittle, uh, I was pretty sure that I was going to get a top four pick. Like I figured he was going to be among the four worst teams in the year. In that league, I'm really stacked at uh, wide receiver. I have Hopkins, uh, Michael Thomas, and Juju. So I have great receivers, but I'm really, really bad at running back in that league. And so my, my aim was to kind of move up in the draft and give myself two first-round picks in hopes that I could kind of kind of give myself a little bit more depth at running back with some young running backs this year. And then, of course, Kittle went on his tear, and this guy, even though his team was pretty bad, particularly bad at wide receiver, I helped him out at tight end by giving him him Kittle, Um, and then he drafted and picked up in free agency uh, Lindsey and drafted Chubb, and he already had McCaffrey on his team. So really, those four players, Kittle, Chubb, Lindsey, and McCaffrey, sent him on a tear, and he went from the worst in the league, an orphan team, and went all the way to the championship, and got to 1.9 is the pick that I thought would at least be 1.4 or better. So, and then Kittle, of course, just was so awesome at the end of the year. Definitely a trade that I lost. I was trying to get move up and get myself some more picks and try to help myself at running back in next year's draft. This year's running backs and this year's draft actually don't look so good in the rookie draft either. So, I, will, I lost this one on many levels. Second trade that I would consider that I lost was uh in the, the reality sports online league that my buddy Dave and I managed together. We traded away Eric Ebron, and in return we got Eli Manning and Jeff Hierman. <laughs> now that one looks worse than it really was, because obviously player for player, if you're not in a salary cap league, this was a stupid trade. But for for us though, we actually had Ebron on a pretty high contract. And so one of, the, one of the main reasons why we were getting rid of him is because we were going to free up, I think, about six thousand or six million dollars on our salary cap. And we had Jack. We had suspected at the time that Jack Doyle was going to come back healthy and start taking away some from, from Ebron's touches. Of course, he came back and then got hurt again, so that really didn't happen. And then we were also really confident because we had O.J. Howard as our starting tight end. We still had him on a rookie contract too. and just felt like. Let's just roll with Howard and we can trade Ebron away because we we had uh, Kyle Rudolph there to back up him up if OJ were to get hurt. So really it was a money move for us. Um, I still think overall I'd probably consider it a loss. I think we would have rather had Ebron, uh, particularly because then OJ Howard promptly got hurt and we had to start Kyle Rudolph the rest of the year. The good news was, if you remember, Rudolph had a ridiculous game in the Fantasy Super Bowl. So in Week 16, he helped us win our second Super Bowl in that uh, salary cap league, which is, which is pretty fine in and of itself. Um, but still, I think with, if we could take it back, we'd have been more happy to have Ebron on our, team, on our team still. Third trade that I kind of regret that I think was a losing trade for me is I um, traded uh, Spencer. I got Spencer Ware and I traded Traquan Smith. Traquan Smith was a rookie that I was really high on, um, traded for Spencer Ware. I did this in the league where I described above that I'm really bad at running back. But I was smart enough to pick up Damian Williams off of waivers um, at the end of the year. And so I just thought I wanted both Kansas City receivers to see what, I mean, running backs to see what could happen because I was trying to make a run there at the end of the year. Um, I do like Spencer Ware. I really figured that he would actually beat out Damian Williams, so I was wrong on that front as well, as Ware hardly did anything and got hurt. And to make matters worse, I didn't do my research well enough, and I did not know that Spencer Ware was a free agent this year. And so... I don't know if he lands on another team. I really lost this trade. I'd rather have Traquan, kind of sitting on my bench and hoping that he would develop into something. If Spencer Ware was to sign back with Kansas City and I had uh, Williams and Ware, I think I I wouldn't uh, be too upset with this trade, but if he goes somewhere else, then I think I definitely missed the boat. Fourth uh, trade that I say that I lost, and this one's super minor, but it was CJ Uzoma for Keelan Cole. Um, this one's not really worth mentioning, but it happened. I'm trying to list all the trades that I made during the year. Um, the fact was I just needed Uzama during a bye week. I had some injuries at tied in, and I had a, t- a tight in on a bye, so I was just trying to scramble and pick up a guy for one week just so I wouldn't be without a position. Um, I'd already kind of lost Hope and, and Cole, and so wasn't too interested in him. To be real honest, both of these guys aren't on my teams. I've had Cole on a few leagues, and I've had o- Uzama in one league, and now they're both off my rosters. Like I've dropped them and have picked up other guys, so... Kind of a trade of of two players that aren't even on any of my rosters right now, uh, let alone other teams. I'm sure Cole's actually on a number of teams' rosters if you're in deep leagues like I am. So just wanted to mention it. Now I've got a couple here that I will call to be determined. So these ones I'm not quite sure how it's going to land, and I'll explain why. I'm not quite sure. Uh, They're fun ones, though. To be determined trades. I traded uh, Derek Henry, and I picked up Chris Thompson in this year's 1.8. So, uh, so far, I'm really happy about this. I've been trying to trade Henry since he went wild at the end of last season. I could not trade him to anyone. And, well, he did it again this year, right? He went nuts at the end of the year. And this year, I finally got a first-round pick for him, which I've been trying to do. Um, The the fact is I'm really solid at at running back in that league. I have McCaffrey and Connor and on Johnson. Um, So I feel like I'm uh, really strong at running back already. So that made me more willing to go ahead and, and trade away Henry. Um, I like Chris Thompson to have somewhat of a comeback uh, this year, and I'm really excited to have two first-round picks in this year's draft, particularly this year's draft when I don't have to go for running back. So I'm a little bit weaker at receiver in that league, and I think this is a great receiver draft, particularly in the first round. So um, Henry uh, has uh, all the time needed to prove that he could be consistent, and he just hasn't been. So we'll see. I put this in the to-be-determined category because what if Henry does what he did at the end of the year every week? I doubt it because he hasn't been able to do that at all so far. So we'll see. Two to be determined. Number two, uh, again in the Reality Sports Online League, my buddy um, Dave and I we traded uh, pick one point twelve, so the, this year's first round pick, uh, first, first round rookie pick for Deontay Foreman. We actually did this during the rookie draft, so we did this like uh, in the off season before the rookie draft even started. And so we had won the league the year before, so we knew that our top pick was 1.12. Again, we had uh, some running backs and wanted to—we love picking up those rookie running backs because you get these really low contracts where you hold them for four years, or in this case, three years. We were actually really hopeful that he would come back and beat out Lamar Miller, even if it wasn't until like midseason. We knew he was coming off the Achilles injury, and so the owner was probably a little, little bit lower on him. Uh, there could be a little Texas Homer and, uh, Homer-ism in us too as well. My buddy Dave and I both are UT grads, and so it's fun to have a Longhorn on our team. But we really felt like the Houston offense was just primed to have a great running back now that Watson had done so well, and of course Hopkins on the other end, that they just needed one more weapon, and we thought Foreman would be it. So obviously, didn't pan out very well. He didn't really even play until the last few games of the year. We still love his upside and feel like he can beat out Miller for sure next year, provided that he's healthy. I do have a little fear that that Houston might be one of the ones that's in the free agent market for a running back. Uh, Time will tell, so this is still a to-be-determined. If they don't pick up a free agent and don't draft anyone, I would put this one right away into the win column. All right, another one that I consider to be up in the air to be determined is I uh, traded for Ben Roethlisberger, and I gave away this year's uh, second-round pick, which ended up being 2.8 in this league, in a 10-team league, 2.8. Man, this is what stinks. I did this trade right before the playoffs started because I had Rivers as my starting quarterback. Garoppolo was on IR for me. Um, I I really do have a Super Bowl-caliber team. And when I looked at the matchups, Rivers was the only guy that I could start. Rivers was playing Baltimore in the Fantasy Super Bowl. And so I thought, man, if I'm going to make a run for it, I want to I get another quarterback that I could start that week and picked up uh, Big Ben. And unfortunately, I lost in the semifinal game, so I didn't even get – I lost in the semifinal by one point <laughs> in that darn game. Shane Crosby, I don't like you. My buddy beat me uh, by one point, and if I would have started uh, Rivers uh, over Big Ben in the semifinal, I would have won. So messed it up on all fronts. Uh, been there, done that. We all have, right? um, still in that league, uh, the way the scoring points work, uh, work in that league, he was actually the number two quarterback in the entire league as far as fantasy points. So I'm glad to have, uh, he and rivers and Garoppolo on my team and figure I'm just going to use the three of them and stream them. And, uh, next year, you know, I will be losing the 18th pick in next year's rookie draft, which is kind of a drag, but, um, I still feel this is kind of a to be determined next, uh, I traded uh, for Jared Goff and Matt Stafford, and I traded away Zach Ertz and Joe Flacco. So obviously this is all about Ertz. This one looks really bad on paper. Um, I maybe could have put this one in the loss. Maybe I should have put this one in the, in the loss. The situation was that I had Russell Wilson as my starting quarterback with only Rosen behind him. So I only had Russell Wilson and Rosen. So neither were looking good at the start of the year. Even at the end of the year, Wilson didn't look so good. It just seemed like Seattle had started the year so bad and were committed, like super committed to be run-focused, and Wilson was just costing me so many games at the start of the year. And at that time, Goff was super hot. like He was, he was the guy that I was targeting in the trade. Um, I had another trade already in place to get Jared Cook to become my starting tight end for the rest of that season, and so I kind of made both the trades on the same day so that I could give away Ertz, I could pick up Cook, which turned out good for one year. You know, Ertz finishes I think the number two tight end, and Cook's finished number five, so I didn't lose a whole lot in that replacement. Goff came in and helped me win a lot of games until he kind of struggled there at the end of the season. I still believe that Goff can become a top five quarterback, even though he looked like crap in the Super Bowl. Right, um, I do believe that they're going to get things figured out and. Uh, long-term, Goff can be a top-five uh, dynasty QB. He's young. Now I've got Stafford and Wilson on that team. I can kind of tag between all those guys. But it did stink to give away Ertz. Part of my willingness to do so is, uh, just to be honest, I feel like one of my strengths as an owner is is picking up um, young tight ends. Like I tend to have a, a knack for finding uh, the next great tight ends. That's why I had Kittle on all my teams uh, this last year and uh, traded him away in several, several leagues uh, this year or one one this year and one the year before that. Um, This year I invested in Ian Thomas, so I've got Ian Thomas to back up that team, and I'm real hopeful for him. Ertz' production is ridiculous, but I do feel like he's also got Goddard that's kind of chasing him down a little bit, and I wouldn't be surprised if in the next year or two Goddard starts to cut into Ertz's time. And so those are the reasons why I was willing to do it. I I think it'd be fair to maybe call this one a losing trade. Uh, Feel free to weigh in and let me know. Two more to go that I call uh, to-be-determined trades. Um, I traded uh, four, Golden Tate and Jared Cook in the trade that I just kind of mentioned, and I gave away Doug Baldwin and David Moore. So you can tell, basically, I was all fed up with Seattle in this league. This is the same league where I had Wilson. I had Wilson and Doug Baldwin and David Moore. I'm like, let's just get rid of (laughs) trying to go with the Seattle passing game and give away Baldwin. You know, he was definitely a buy, buy low for the guy that bought him from me, hoping that he'd come back. David Moore, of course, was just a prospect. And what really stunk about this trade was Golden Tate was playing for Detroit when I made the trade, and then the week after that was when he was traded. And so if he had stayed on Detroit, I feel like I won this trade for sure. Like I consider Tate you know, just as good as Baldwin, particularly if uh, he was staying there at Detroit because I was starting to fade on Baldwin a bit. But got traded right away, so now Tate's a free agent. We don't really know what's going to happen with him. Um, if he was to sign back with Philly or I hope he lands somewhere where he'll get a lot more action like he did when he was in Detroit. I like that Tate does know how to change teams. He's changed teams before and done really well, and so I think that he could do it again. Uh, this one, probably still a to-be-determined. Jared Cook's also a free agent. If Cook signs with Oakland, I actually like this trade a lot better too. Um, if he stay, stays in Oakland where he was targeted like crazy this last year, um, I'd be really excited about it. But if he goes somewhere else, I'd consider it a negative. So that's why I consider this one kind of up in the air, to-be-determined. And my last small one, this is a small one here, to be determined, is I picked up uh, this year's 4.8, so the, the pick number 38 because it's a 10-team league, and I traded away Rod Smith. Uh, this was just a super small trade. I was just trying to pick up an extra pick for a back that I didn't think I was really going to use. I traded him to Zeke to the Zeke owner so he'd have him as a handcuff. Um, I really wanted to get a third-round pick and tried and tried, but I couldn't get it, so I just settled in this case for a 4th fourth, uh, fourth-round pick. Um, if Smith gets buried, uh, you know, moved in free agency, and goes to another team, I would consider this a win for me, um, even though, of course, pick number 38. You never know what you're going to get there. Uh, if he was to re-sign at Dallas, I might put this in the loss category because I think maybe the other owner, particularly since he has Zeke, would have a better uh, chance of, you know, he, he would be happy that he held on, uh, got Rod Smith, and has Zeke's handcuff and just only gave away 4.8. So I see that as well. So those were my trades. I don't know. You might disagree. Maybe you want to put some of those in the losing column and you think I'm wrong or maybe you think I actually won some of those trades. I would welcome your feedback and would also love to process trades with you. So anytime you have a trade that you're about to make or one that you have made, um, would love just to talk about it. So feel free to email me, contact me anytime at dynastyfreaks.com or dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Make it a two-way conversation. I would love for you to do so. That's it for now. I hope that you guys have a great off season keep active in your leagues and start making trades until next time let's go out there and get freaky thanks for listening to the dynasty freaks podcast with your host justin christopher we welcome your thoughts and advice let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league justin prides himself in responding to every email so hit him up anytime at dynasty at gmail.com and follow him on twitter at longhorn justin